Welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Hannah, a functional nutritionist and Bible lover. I am so excited to be here talking about how health and wellness relates to our lives as Christians. This podcast and our blog takes you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, lifestyle, and role in His kingdom. Jesus redeemed us from a life enslaved to sin, freed us to live out a new life as women of God. So, today we're moving on to the subject of why losing weight is so difficult. Would you believe there are over 18 reasons why weight loss is difficult? Billions of dollars spent every year telling us how easy weight loss is, that if we buy this or do that, the pounds are going to miraculously melt away. Any woman who's ever gone on a diet knows that it's not that simple, and there is no such thing as a weight loss shortcut. Today, we're going to be looking at nine of those 18 reasons that weight loss is difficult and, where applicable, what you can do about it. The first one, the weight of stress. Stress is something that we've all experienced and you likely know what causes you stress. When something that's out of your control, challenging, overwhelming, or disruptive happens, you stress out. There are two main categories that cause people to stress out, emotional and physiological. Emotional stress could happen because of a conflict with people at home or work or because you've lost someone close to you. Physiological stress occurs when you're sleep-deprived, chronically ill, hungry, aka hangry, or withdrawing from drugs. The longer that you remain stressed, the more negatively it impacts your health and your weight. Why? Because of the hormones released in response to stress. You're probably familiar with two of them, cortisol and insulin. Cortisol levels increase in response to stress and stimulate the insulin to be released. Part of the problem is that cortisol can remain elevated when you're experiencing chronic stress and even long after the original stressor has passed. The reason that cortisol and insulin are released is to provide you with enough energy to slay that stress dragon. This, in turn, leads to increased appetite, craving for highly palatable foods, i.e. junk, and that insulin-cortisol combo then leads to storage of fat around your midsection, that stubborn waste weight that never seems to want to leave. The more cortisol your body releases in response to stress, the more likely you are to gain weight the harder it will be to lose that weight. So the big question is, well, what can I do about it? My life's full of stress. Well, the first one is to recognize what causes you stress. The second one, probably the most important, give your stress to the Lord. Let him carry that. He says to cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He truly wants our burdens and our difficulties. It's what he died on the cross for. 
let him bear the burden of your stress and you lean into and rely on him to give you the strength to walk through whatever is causing you the stress. Number three, avoid stress eating and make sure you eat the food God created. The Harvard Healthy Eating Plate is also a good, easy-to-use guide for knowing what kind of food you should put on your plate. You can get a link to that at www.boughtataprice.com forward slash losing weight is difficult one. www.boughtataprice.com forward slash losing weight is difficult one. Step four, move your body. Physical activity releases endorphins, feel-good hormones, that are natural stress fighters and cortisol lowerers. Set a move-your-body timer every hour and stand up and move around for 60 seconds. And use your breaks at work to go for a walk or climb stairs and spend half of your lunch break being active. Number two, sleepless weight gain. That number two reason why it's difficult to lose weight is sleep. There's a reason God made it. We require it. It's an important regulator of hormone function and glucose metabolism. Sarah said I needed to define glucose metabolism, and I told her that they actually wrote entire books defining glucose metabolism. So I'm going to give you the really short and really sweet on this one. Glucose metabolism is making energy from stored non-carbohydrate sources. All right, back to that sleep. Sleep loss has been shown to cause decreased glucose tolerance, decreased insulin sensitivity. That means higher blood sugars. Your body is not responding to the food that you eat properly, and it's not opening those cell doors to let the energy in from the food that you've eaten. It also causes increased cortisol levels, increased levels of ghrelin, the hungry hormone, decreased levels of leptin, the full hormone, and increased hunger and appetite. Because of this, studies have shown that weight gain and obesity risk increase the less we sleep. Sleep less than seven hours a night and you'll likely gain and struggle to lose weight. Deprive yourself of sleep and your ability to steer clear of unhealthy food goes down and snacking on junk food between meals goes up. If you're not getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep each night, you need to be. Take a look at the tips we have for getting a good night's rest at www.boughtataprice.com forward slash keep body beautiful. Again, www.boughtataprice.com forward slash keep body beautiful. Third reason weight loss is difficult. Weighty medications. Medications can really make weight loss seem impossible because some medications can increase your appetite, others can slow down your metabolism, others can alter how your body stores and absorbs nutrients and sugars, and even others can make you tired or short of breath so that you're less likely to 
be active, and some even cause you to hold on to water weight. Some of these different medications that can contribute to weight gain include diabetes medications such as insulin, sulfonylureas, and thiazolidinodiones. I cannot say that word. Thiazolidinodiones. Oi. Leave that one to the ones with the MDs after their name. I don't have enough initials after mine to be able to pronounce that word. Anyway, medications, antipsychotic medicines such as haloperidol, clozapine, risperidone, olanzapine, and lithium. Antidepressant meds like amitriptyline, sertaline, paroxetine, and imipramine. Medications for epilepsy like valproate, carmamazepine, and gabapentin steroid hormones, birth controls, and prednisone, and blood pressure-lowering meds like beta blockers like propanol and metoprolol. If you're on any of these medications, though, you can't just stop. You've got to talk with your doctor if about ways to reduce your need for the medications and if there's any lifestyle things that can be done that might help reduce your need for the medication. All right, another reason weight loss is difficult, medical conditions and diseases. Stubborn weight and weight gain might actually be a sign that something in your body isn't working correctly. There's several medical conditions and diseases that can be to blame for that really difficult to lose body weight. Some of them include hypothyroidism, where your thyroid gland stops making enough hormones, Good news is, is a simple blood test can determine this, and thankfully, it's pretty easy to treat. Metabolic syndrome. This one occurs when three or more of the following things happen. Large waistline, high triglyceride levels, reduced HDL, good cholesterol, increased blood pressure, or elevated fasting blood sugar. The reasons for these things may not seem obvious, but often aggressive lifestyle changes can, pr- can improve all of these areas and help with the stubborn weight. Diabetes. There's many reasons for getting diabetes, but lifestyle changes can help prevent the need for medication such as insulin that contribute to weight gain. If you have or are at risk for diabetes, Be sure to stay physically active and focus on eating the food God made. Number four on the health conditions, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. This occurs when the male hormone levels increase and cause cysts to form on your ovaries. Women with PCOS, they may skip or stop having their period, be more prone to acne, or get hair on their face. Weight gain can happen when you become less sensitive to insulin, which is another side effect, something that happens quite often with, with PCOS. Depression. If you struggle with depression, you may also have higher cortisol levels. Cortisol, as we just talked about, leads to weight gain, especially around the waist. And people with depression may gain weight because they don't feel well enough to eat right or to exercise. Cushing's. With this disease, your adrenal glands make too much cortisol and the weight is often gained around the waist and around your neck. 
People with Cushing's may notice purple stretch marks, a rounding of their face, and a tendency to easily bruise. Heart failure. When your heart's not pumping hard enough, sudden weight gain can happen. People with congestive heart failure might gain two to three pounds in a day. They may notice swollen ankles and feet, begin breathing heavier, and develop confusion and memory loss. Edema. If your arms, legs, ankles, or feet are swollen and puffy, it might be edema. And while it's not a major deal, it can be a sign that something is not right with your liver, kidneys, lungs, or heart. Sleep apnea. This is where your breathing stops while you're sleeping, and the weight gain can be a cause or a symptom of sleep apnea. People who suffer from sleep apnea may snore heavily during the night and never feel rested during the day. Lastly, asthma or arthritis. These two are lumped together because they're often treated with the same medications, steroids or corticosteroids. And the longer you take and the higher your dose of steroids, the more likely you'll be to gain weight. All right, next reason. This is a reason we're celebrating. Childbirth. Any extra weight you have after childbirth is a reminder that your body carried and supported life as God formed it into a little human. That's a big deal. Every woman goes through childbirth differently. Some gain little weight and lose it all rapidly after delivery. Others gain a whole lot of weight while pregnant and never really lose it all. And some, they only gain weight after they've had a couple or more kids. Regardless of how your body responds to pregnancy, it responded the way that God knew it would. Look at your belly, hips, thighs, breasts, and rear and remember the role that they played in supporting the life God created inside of you. Those changes are changes worth celebrating. Sedentary weight gain. Our bodies were created to move. Modern society spends much of its day sitting in one position. A recent study found that Americans sleep or sit through most of the day, and another discovered we use up several hundred calories less than we did in the 60s. If you're obese, research shows you only get a little more physical activity than bedridden people. Ikes! It's a vicious cycle. Inactivity leads to weight gain that leads to more inactivity. Solution? Start moving. If you've been sedentary for a while, start small. Don't think you're going to get out there and walk a mile if you've been spending most of your day, like the studies have found, sitting and sleeping. Try walking to the end of the block and back, and then walk around the block. Always take the stairs whenever possible, find the furthest parking spot, Take walking breaks at work and start going on walks throughout your day. Loss of muscle mass. Weight loss isn't just about the number on the scale. It's about losing fat and gaining muscle. And muscle is known for weighing more than fat. If you're trying to lose weight and you're not eating properly 
or using your muscles, then your body is going to lose muscle and not fat. Our number two reason for difficult weight loss, sleep, is another reason that you'll lose muscle and not fat. To ensure that the loss of muscle mass isn't contributing to your stubborn weight, you need to be sure you're eating enough protein, eating whole foods with lots of fiber, doing resistance exercises to work your muscles, giving your muscles enough time to recover after you've done those resistance exercises, and getting enough sleep. Excess calories. This is the one that's often thought of as the only contributor to weight gain, but it isn't. Eating more than what your body needs does cause a person to gain weight. The easiest way to resolve this, if it's the only reason you've gained and been unable to lose weight, is to eat less. This works for some, and it doesn't work for others. There's 18 plus reasons why that old calories in, calories out method of weight loss doesn't always work. If you think that excess calories is the only reason that you're struggling with weight, Download the Chronometer app. You can find that at www.chronometer.com, and that is spelled C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R. So www.chronometer.com. Download that free app. It's I really suggest this one because it has wonderful reports and graphs and does in my humble opinion, a much better job than my fitness pal. No hard feelings, my fitness pal. Download it, or if you have my fitness pal, use it. But begin logging everything you eat and drink for the next three to five days. And I mean everything, even that sip or that nibble or that bite. And then based on what your total calories show for the day, cut your calories back based on the calculations that Chronometer gives you. Because when you set up your account, you're going to be able to put in your weight, your activity level, and also set a target desired goal weight. Please, if you're 300 pounds, don't put a desired goal weight of 100 pounds. Be realistic, ladies. It's got to be slow and steady, slow and steady. And remember, the excess calories route to weight loss is not going to work for everyone. It's not a perfect science, but it is a place to start, and it's something that you can do on your own. For many, you're going to need to incorporate aspects of several of the things that we talk about today and even some of the things that we're going to be talking about next Friday. All right. The last one for today, not eating enough food. This reason always baffles people, but it's true. It's a tricky one, though, because it involves metabolism changes, the actual quantity of food eating, eaten, and knowing what your body truly needs. 
it's difficult to always know how much you're eating, and most tools we have to measure calories are far from accurate. Would you believe that food labels, the things that we rely on to know what's in something, can be wrong 20 to 30% of the time? So that 100-calorie snack has a chance to be 130 calories? That really adds up. Then there's your metabolism. When you eat less than your body needs, your metabolism slows down and you begin absorbing more calories from the food that you eat. Yes, you don't always absorb 100% of the calories in the food that you eat. But the slower your metabolism gets and the less you eat, the more of those calories you absorb. That's just one little part of the many changes your metabolism makes over the course of a day, week, or month. There's a graphic that we have got on the bottom of this post that you can see all the different things that your metabolism is going through when it comes to weight. You can see that graphic at www.boughtatoprice.com forward slash losing weight is difficult one. So when you take a look at that graphic, it's like, oh my goodness gracious, there is no way anybody can control all of those things. Don't bother trying. If you think you aren't eating enough, follow the steps that I gave above, get the chronometer app, log your food in, make adjustments accordingly, and see if that doesn't shed some light onto your stubborn weight. In closing, I'll say it again and again, it is not your closing size that matters. It's the size of your heart. If there are things that I have talked about today that you know need improving, put the steps in place. But consider why you're wanting to improve in those areas. Is it to be a certain size? Feel better? Enjoy time and activities with your kids. Be able to do activities without wearing out. Be a better example to those around you. There's countless reasons for weight loss. Just make sure that pride, vanity, and self-worth aren't the drivers behind your weight loss. Weight loss will never satisfy those desires. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what God wants for you and ask Him to give you the strength to carry it through to completion. Weight loss isn't easy. It's a slow, steady journey that'll have peaks and valleys, joy and suffering. Keep your eyes on the Lord and do all for His glory. We'd love to hear about your journey. So leave us a note in the comments or send us an email at contact at boughtatoprice.com. Next week, we're going to be finishing this bitter weight loss journey and we'll have the other nine reasons that weight loss is so difficult. Until then, God bless.